enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. And today I'm sharing two stories from our new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Christmas is in the Air. And this time we're talking about the shenanigans that sometimes occur between parents and children during the holidays. In our first story, which is by Bobby Lipman, we talk about that classic unwanted gift, the dreaded fruitcake. Now, just so I don't offend anyone, I have a husband who actually likes fruitcake and those weird greenish yellow things that are in them. So I do understand that fruitcakes exist for a reason. And maybe it's just that so many of them are poorly executed that I don't like them. Now, Bobby says that she's tried and failed many times to like fruitcake. And she points out to what Johnny Carson said, which is, there is only one fruitcake in the entire world and people keep sending it to each other. On the other hand, Bobby's husband did like fruitcake, so they sometimes received them as gifts. Way back in 1997, they received three different fruitcakes. So Bobby put one in the freezer and forgot about it until two years later when they were going to visit their daughter, Rocky, and her husband, Glenn. And Rocky also hates fruitcakes. So as a joke, Bobby took the fruitcake with her and buried the two-year-old fruitcake in Rocky's freezer. This was a family that always played pranks on one another. One year, Bobby and her husband had planted plastic flamingos all over Rocky and Glenn's yard because they took such pride in their large, perfect lawn. Six months later, Bobby and her husband returned from a vacation, tired and ready for bed, and they walked into their bedroom and found that entire flock of pink plastic flamingos propped against the pillows. After that, Bobby and her husband moved from L.A. to Oregon, but they weren't even safe there because in 2006, Rocky and Glenn came to visit them. And this was two years later while cleaning out the garage freezer that Bobby and her husband found that 1997 fruitcake. So now that unwanted fruitcake had been traveling around the West Coast for a decade. The fruitcake stayed put until the year 2012 when they drove down to Los Angeles for the wedding of their granddaughter Bobby added more gift wrap over the original wrap and tossed that ancient fruitcake into her suitcase. During the two days they spent with Rocky and Glenn before the wedding, they waited for the right opportunity to hurry to the freezer and bury the fruitcake in there. And then one night, months after returning from the wedding, they received this phone call from Rocky. Last night, we had a dinner party, she said in a stern tone and ended up with extra guests. I did not have enough dessert for everyone. Then I remembered seeing what I assumed was a loaf of my mother-in-law's delicious chocolate chip zucchini bread in the freezer. I unwrapped that thing, and I can't believe you guys pulled it off again. Well, that was the spring of 2013, when the fruitcake was 16 years old. Bobby is waiting for the fruitcake to reappear, but she knows it won't be this year, with everyone staying in their respective homes. Although you never know, fruitcake just has a way of turning up over and over again. Don Locke has a funny tale to share about another family tradition. 
In the Locke family, the tradition involved a cake stand, one that revolved and played music. Don had grown up with this cake stand. It was his mother's, and she would pull it out for family birthdays. It was metal, and the cake would sit on it and twirl around while the stand played the happy birthday song. Don's son, Morgan, now 37, loved that cake stand when he was little, but it had stopped working a couple of decades earlier. And one day he mentioned to Don that he missed his grandmother and that cake stand. So instead of his usual Christmas present of money or a gift card, Don decided to find another one of those cake stands for Morgan. He was surprised when he found an identical one on eBay with an opening bid of only $19. Don bid $19 and then checked the listing every day to see if he had a competitor. No one else bid for a while, but then with a couple of days remaining, the bid went to $25. Don kept watching it and the price kept going up and eventually he won with a bid of $52. And so Christmas Eve arrived and the extended family gathered in the living room to open presents. Aside from Don's wife, the only other person who knew about the cake stand gift was his other son, Graham, who had known that Don was bidding for it on eBay. Don couldn't wait any longer for Morgan to open the cake stand, so about halfway through opening the presents, he grabbed Don's gift for Morgan from under the tree and handed it to him. Here, I think you might like this one, he said. Morgan ripped off the paper and popped open the box. He peered inside and then removed the gift wrapped in tissue paper. He looked genuinely surprised and delighted when he saw what it was. Smiling, Morgan turned to Don and asked, Did you get this on eBay? Yeah, barely, Don said. I was winning it at a reasonable price until the last few seconds when some bozo bid it way up. To $51, Morgan said with a curious grin. Yeah, how did you know? Did Graham tell you? Said Don. No, I was the bozo. And then Morgan laughed. Only Graham had known that both Morgan and their dad were bidding on the same item. And he had let them bid against each other, all the way from $19 to $52. So now for every birthday, the family uses the old cake stand when they get together. It holds warm memories of their birthdays with their grandmother and also the memory of a father and son unknowingly bidding against each other for a very meaningful Christmas gift. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Christmas is in the air, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. You'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Costco Canada, and Amazon. If you'd like to share your own Christmas stories, head over to chickensoup.com and click on Submit Your Story. You'll see all the topics we're working on for the next year or so, including our Christmas book for 2021. We're always looking for new storytellers to join our writing family. Come back for our next episode, the last one with stories from this new Christmas book. You'll hear two stories about people who reached out to new neighbors during the holidays, making a big difference to their families during a time when they didn't know anyone. Ohio. 
Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.